Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to It's Your Life with James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., two motivational speakers that are here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. Join James and Ray and get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Wow, Ray, man. <laughs> man, I'm excited about this show, man. I'm excited to have uh, our main man, PJ Daniels, back in in studio with us. And also, uh, just uh, to find out what he's been doing. Yeah, it's the Prince, man. man uh, anytime <laughs> you have Prince in the house, you know, it's, it's a beautiful day. It's it's, it's you know, um, we're so glad to have him back. He has uh, some amazing things going on. He has a new book coming out. Uh, you know, been doing a bunch of big stuff uh, with the game beyond the game uh, uh, and really being an asset to the public. And so we're so proud to have him back in studio and uh, to be back on air with this It's Your Life and, and doing what we do, J.C., well, you know, we do it big or we don't do it at all. <laughs> That's just how it 100,000%. Is. <laughs> and then right now out here in San Diego, it's like 110,000 degrees well, right now. If you guys think you get it's hot there, it's it's really, really hot here, man. And the last few days it's been hot. Uh, and, wow, I mean, just walking into the studio um, and uh, Matt, uh, the producer here, you know, met me. Man, I was out there. I was on, only outside the car about a minute, Ray, man. I was, I was sweating, like, sweating like a pig last day on earth. <laughs> you, know, you know what? It's, it's funny because I'm so used to being, you know, I'm from the East Coast and I've gotten soft since I've been out here in the West Coast because you don't have the humidity out here. You got the beautiful breezes blowing. You don't even really need air condition out here. You know, you just just relax, open your window, and everything is cool. Well, for the last few days, man, it's been so humid and hot. You walk outside, you just start sweating, beads going down your head, <laughs> and it's it has been crazy. It's been crazy. You know, we we had the rolling blackouts because of the heat. You know, yeah. and we, we got to save this uh, energy grid right now because well, we, you know that's struggling. happening all over the country, Ray. Uh, you know, that's uh, I mean, especially with you know with Salem. I mean, they are a great. Uh, uh, producers who produce our show. I mean, it's uh, that the hot grid is affecting uh, everywhere in, in the United States right now. So we hope that uh, we can get this under control with a tiny cold front coming in here to cool things off a little cool bit. Cool things. I, I know. Because speaking of hot, man, my, my kids started online school back this week. Mm. And yep. oh, talking about heat <laughs> in the morning, yeah, they, they've been going out the whole, I mean, the whole summer without having to. Getting up late, going to bed late, um, and now it, it, this whole virtual school that they do in school inside the house has been uh, something that we were not prepared for. At well, all. So you and Stacy are getting ready to become educators. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know what? A big salute to all the teachers out there mm. because of what you guys do, and for us to have kids at home and try to entertain them, and, and you know. Uh, you know, we got to make the best with what we have. But, man, I, I, I love teachers. Take these kids back, please. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Ray, <laughs> why don't you tell the audience about our, our, our other guests that's going to be coming on? 
Yeah. So the other guest, we have uh, Antonio Magic Man Tarver, the five-time world champion. He beat Roy Jones. He played uh, uh, Mason Dixon in the Rocky series. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a trainer, a champ, a good friend of mine. And, man, it, it, it's, it's beautiful to, to, you know, to have, you know, people come on to, to the show and, 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 and just express you know, kind of the background, you know, the whole concept of It's Your Life is just to talk about life situations and try to give people some some knowledge, background, insight from what other people have gone through and, uh, you know, hopefully help them with their life and the challenges that they have. So, uh, you know, we're just, we're just blessed to have these guests continue to come on and, um, you know, for our audience to keep watching and listening in. Well, since you mentioned that, I mean, let's uh, got to always mention our sponsor uh, who making this possible. Uh, Goldsmith Financials, you know, I'll tell you, um, they stepped up to the plate and, you know, uh, we can bring this great segment to America and to the world. Mm -hmm. And we can continue to have great guests on that are out doing things, not just the the athletes or just the uh, movie stars and this and that, but everybody, everybody life matters. It's your life. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's it's great to have great partners, and you know the biggest thing is that we can't have this show without having the support of of our fans and audience and the support of uh, our backers. So so we we appreciate you know, Goldsmith Financial. We appreciate everyone that tunes in every single week, and we thank you guys so much. You know, Ray. Since I, I want to uh, uh, mention this, uh, I got a good friend of mine. Actually, he's executive vice president of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. He just had ankle replacement, and he don't know. I know he's listening to the show, uh, but uh, I want uh, to wish Charles Golden, I call him C-Money, uh, a speedy recovery. Yes. And, you know, so he can get back to uh, making sure that uh, we get this foundation back up and running as we uh, exit this COVID. I hope that's going to be soon, real soon. Absolutely. But uh, just want to wish him, um, you know, uh, good good luck in, in its healing process. And I had to apologize to the to the Facebook audience and because, I, as I said here, you see how it's happening. I told you it's not going to be any mistakes, uh, and uh, I didn't plug in my phone while <laughs> broadcasting, so they couldn't hear it. But we're plugged in now. Our, our, our world famous producer Todd is to taking care of it, so we're good to go. Well, you know, uh, again, <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's, it's going to be a great show. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, our first guest, Ray uh, Prince P. J. Daniels. Uh, you want to uh, tell tell the audience a little bit about him? Man, I could, I could talk about P. J. all day. The, 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 my, my, my homie, you know, he's a, <laughs> he's a motivational speaker, inspirational well being trainer. Uh, he has a new book come out coming out. He's a fitness and holistic health expert. Um, he still holds the record for the most yards in an NCAA bowl game: three hundred eleven oh. yards and four touchdowns in one game. Basically, it was like three quarters. Well, yeah, three yeah, quarters. Three, three quarters, man. Three quarters. That's, a, that's a, we call it, it. That's a lot of toting the football. Yeah, we call it, like, we call, he, he could have <laughs> went for four bills if they let him left a minimum, man. Uh, he was drafted by the the NFL, the Baltimore Ravens. And, uh, you know, he's just a fantastic person and a great role model and mentor. So, PJ, welcome to the show, sir. Oh, man, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I, like Eddie Murphy said, I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> you know they got to come in America for part two coming out. I'm looking forward That's to it. be ready. funny. I can't wait for it. Hey. PJ, man, it's been a while, man. How man. are you doing? Man, you doing, I know I've been following you. I've, I've been clocking you on Facebook and on other uh, social medias. Uh, and you're doing a lot of great things, man. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm doing really well. I'm busy, um, but I'm I'm happy and busy. You know? <laughs> and um, 
um, just extremely blessed and grateful to be where I am right now at this moment in time. Excellent. Excellent. So now last time you came here, you had the game beyond the game, you know, that we were talking about the, what you were putting together and, and, mm-hmm. and trying to, to change the lives uh, and talking about uh, after you play in a professional sport or anything in life, you know, any, any kind of career in life, what's next after that. Right. And trying to prepare yourself for that. Right. But now you have, have, have a, have a new book, mindfulness for the ultimate athlete. Yeah. So, so, so tell us about your book and tell us about why you wrote this and, 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 and uh, what you're hoping to do from this. Wow. Um, mindfulness for the ultimate athlete was a six year project. And the reason why I wrote this book is because every athlete is looking to reach their most ultimate self. And I've been fortunate enough after my football career to um, spend time at a monastery. And it was by default, um, or should I say it wasn't a coincidence, but um, I had a self-identity crisis after, after playing because I was on the trajectory to become an elite running back in the NFL. I ended up getting hurt my last year, and, you know, things went sour. Uh, the, the Ravens, they released me, and I had a self-identity crisis. From there, it turned into a depression, but I was very fortunate enough to go to a monastery and uh, do some self-rehabilitation. Went to the monastery, spent some time there with uh, actually two of my uncles who actually influenced me, and um, had a chance to spend time at the monastery and had a chance to rehabilitate myself and look within and just find that, that, that peace, that stillness. Um, and so once I returned from the monastery, um, I was sitting around talking with some of my friends and they, uh, they saw the glow that I had. I was like Leroy from, uh, <laughs> the last dragon, <laughs> you know, <laughs> show <Showed> up. <laughs> See that, that, that's an old movie. Y'all have to look it up on the yeah. Google. You yeah. Know, that, that's, that's a grown folks movie. Wow. And so, um, um, I was able to cultivate a lot of energy while I was there and, um, I had a peace of mind, like all of my thoughts were organized. And um, they they told me that I should write a book. I should write a book because what had happened was I was able to, when, just being, just while I was playing, I was able to enter the space called the zone where everything is effortless. You're doing things where it's it's like, wow, how did I do that? You know, and, and, um, and you maintain a, a sense of calmness about yourself. And so when I came back, um, I, I was in that space that whole time. Well, but, but being at the monastery, it allowed for me to go to that same space by just sitting still. Mm. And so I saw that I went to the same space while I was playing, when I was pushing my body um, as far as it can possibly go. And I just kind of thrust myself into the zone. But when I went to the monastery, it was a completely different uh, use of the body. It was more so sitting and sitting still, and then my mind, well, my body relaxing, and then my mind getting thrust into the zone, um, into my spiritual self, and then all of a sudden everything clicked for me, and I started, and I, I was able to put two and two together. Like, wow, this is what I did when I was playing um, in sports, and this is what I did with being at the monastery. So once I was able to able to merge those two, that's when everything clicked for me. And this book just it, was, it seemed like it was just channeled because it was easy for me to write. You know, because I was sitting down, seeing like the the energy or the the words just channeled into my head through my pen and on paper. And so this is six years in the making. So this is the reason why I wrote Mindfulness for the Ultimate Athlete, because the thing is, is in life where we're trying to figure out what's wrong, what's right, uh, 
if we should go left or if we should go right. And a lot of times we get stuck going left and right. And so um, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm giving people is the opportunity to um, know that there's another way. And the other way is, go, is to go up whenever you get stuck going left and right. And the reason, and the reason why and, and how is once you look within, you go up. You know, so um, mindfulness for the ultimate athlete, mastering the balance between power and peace. And that's basically what, uh, what I'm teaching you. Wow, man. Since you was on the show, man, you ain't been stopping at all, man. Oh, you you uh, have been doing a lot of great things, man. He's a running back. He's either open. He's going to go through it, I'm JC. Getting, I'm getting it. Hey, but you know what? Man, the last time I was here, you guys have a theme song. It is called Ain't No Stopping Us Now. <laughs> We're on the move. <laughs> hey, man, I've been listening to that song. That's been my theme song, and nothing has been stopping me now. Look, but hold, hold, hold that thought. Hold that thought. I, I think, JC, I think it's about time for us to take a quick commercial. We can come back and do it, right? <laughs> yeah, we're going we to come back. Because I, I, I didn't want to get into something that we had to stop. <laughs> no, we're going to take a commercial break right now. But we're going to come back and continue our discussion with Prince P.J. Daniels. It's your life. I'm James Coley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life on The Answer San Diego. Concerned over your income needs in retirement? Left an old 401k at your old employer and considering your options? Goldsmith Financial can help. For nearly 14 years, Joshua Goldsmith has been helping investors towards attaining financial independence. Call Joshua Goldsmith today for a free review. 760-586-5275. That's 760-586-5275. Or visit goldsmithfinancial.net. Goldsmithfinancial.net. Joshua Goldsmith is a registered representative with securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor member. FINRA SIPC. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. So, JC, before we left to the break, you know, we, we have uh, Prince Daniels Jr. in here and his new book, The Mindfulness for the Ultimate Athlete. And, uh, we were asked some questions, but you know we had to go to our to our you know pay some bills, so we had to you know take take a quick break. But I know you had a question for him uh, before before we left. Yeah, he was you know singing our theme song. Ain't no stopping us now. And you know I, I, the question that I want to ask him is, how did your journey to college and the NFL change your outlook on life? Mm. Um, it allowed me to mature. It allowed for me to grow up. It allowed for me to gain the respect for my teammates and just gain the respect from others as well. Um, man, my, my, my transition was 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 a dream come true. 
Uh, well, not exactly because I wanted to go first round, but I ended up going fourth round. So, <laughs> um, but but you know, if you take that little L away from the four, you know, you still have a one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I'm always a dreamer and I'm very optimistic. But um, it was it was amazing, man. I started off my career at Georgia Tech as a walk on, um, number seventh on the depth chart. Um, it was pretty awesome. I had a chance to speak with another running back the other day, Tony Hollins, man. Shout out to him, man. Bad man. Tony can run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And I was just telling Tony, you know, how amazing he was, man, just as a running back. And it was funny how he switched from DB to running back. And then all of a sudden he became a sensation overnight. And I was just like, man, I don't have no chance, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, but um, – but it, it it allowed for me to grow. It allowed for me to look within and really focus. And one of the things that Tony and I were speaking about was just he told me, he said, man, he said, when you when you was up at 4 a.m. in the morning running to the other side of campus for workouts, he said, ooh, that boy, focus. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and I told him, I said, yeah, man. I, I said, I, somebody told me that I, um, that, um, I suck and my chances of playing at Georgia Tech are one in a million. My chances <laughs> of playing at, in, in the NFL are one in a billion. Wow. So I was just like, well, I guess I'm going to be that one in a million and one in a billion. Like, One you know, right. in a million. <laughs> oh, man. See, JC, you out here just singing all the songs, man. Right. This, this going to be a whole different show if you're doing that, man. It, right. It, it was, it's, so it's, it's funny that, that, that PJ says that, that he talks about, you know, being one in a million, one in a billion. Uh, somebody that people thought, yo, you couldn't make it to, the, to this point. And those are some of the different dichotomies that an athlete goes through. So, um, what? Tell me what you think is one of the biggest misconceptions when you talk about what a professional athlete is. Mm. Um, well, I, I'll just say a human being. You cannot measure a human being's heart. Mm. You know, that's something that you cannot do um, because you don't know what their burning desire may be and what their dreams are. And if you can see something, um, then you can achieve it. And there's no doubt about it. Before we went on break, I was going to say nothing is impossible unless you believe it is. And so a lot of people um, or a lot of athletes, sometimes they believe that it can happen or it can be a coincidence or they're not really sure. And so athletes, they get out there and they work their bodies, but they don't put too much um, emphasis on the mindset. Um, um, you have some that are dogs or they dominate. But um, when, when it comes to actually, like, what is an athlete? I think an athlete is somebody that that is – willing to go the extra mile to be uh, the best version of themselves possible. And so um, we have all of these great athletes in the world, man, and they do some extraordinary things. And um, I still have to plug the book, man. That's why my for <laughs> the ultimate athlete is really good because what, what I do, I, I talk about the body, the mind, the spirit. And when you can align those three components, then you enter the zone. And when you enter the zone, it's a space that can only be experienced and when you get there, you know that you're there because it seems like time doesn't exist. Um, everything that you do is effortless. You don't react to things. Everything that you do is uh, a minimum usage of your energy, and you stay focused on the goal. You don't get angry, mad about anything. You're just like, okay, on to the next. Boom. Okay, I'm going to shoot this ball right here from half court. All right, cool. Give me the ball. As in, you know, throw me the ball. I'm going to catch it with one hand, stiff arm this guy, run this guy over, <laughs> right. run past him, and then score a touchdown. And then after that, be like, thank you, guys. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste, you know. <laughs> and it's just like, what you do that? And, and same thing in tennis. Um, you know, you're out there by yourself, and you're in your head. You can't look at your coach, so you got to be able to focus over and over again, over and over again, till you refine that moment where 
you the only only thing that you can do is hear yourself breathe. You don't mm. hear anything else. Mm. And after that, you just dominate. Everything else just takes over. So um <laughs> so I'm I've been very very fortunate to go to a monastery and become enlightened by um just learning how to sit and and practice mindfulness and meditation. And uh the really cool thing about this book is man um, Calvin Johnson Jr. Megatron Megatron wrote the forward <laughs> for my book, man. Oh, man. So you know, like for me, I'm so honored and grateful for this opportunity. I just let him read it, and he was just like, "Hey, I want to write the forward." You for Georgia it. Tech guys stick together. Oh man, we got to, <laughs> we baby. Got, we got to, baby. You know, and plus that's my brother too. But man, when he when he read it, he hit me up. He was like, "P," he's like, "This is a good book, man. Like this stuff that I wanted to say, man. Like." He's like, good job, man. And he wrote the four for me. And I was just like, Calvin wrote the four for me. I was like, this book is going, it's blowing up. <laughs> but I'm just honored and grateful, man. But um, yeah, so I'm not even sure if I answered the question, man, but I, I'm just really excited. Yo, no, you <laughs> answered the question. Okay, okay. You know, we're excited that, that you're telling us the story. But you know, I tell you, man, you're doing so many things. I am interested in knowing about your nonprofit mm. uh, foundation for LBU yes. Foundation. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that? How how you got it started and and what what is your foundation doing? Um. Yes, I got it started um in 2014, 15, and basically what we do we teach mindfulness and meditation to uh, kids um in in low poverty um neighborhoods. And so what we do, we teach them the importance of it. And not just that, but we also teach them about financial literacy, um, making sure that they understand what money looks like, how it feels, um, credit cards, how to spend your money, how to budget, how to do these things. Because you have to start early because if you start later on in life, you're going to have a tough time because no matter what, even if you receive a, a, a copious amount of, of cash, um, you have to know how to balance it, and it has to start from those small steps because those small steps end up becoming the big thing. And um, I teach them that, and um, um, I just make sure that they have all the necessary tools that they need to survive in this world and to, to be able to excel. And um, it's a 501c3, and we basically um, we receive donations to go and speak to these kids, put a program together for them, and also now, now that I have this book, anybody can make a donation um, to the foundation. That's 4LBUFoundation.com. Is it .com or .org? I think it's dot. <laughs> .org. Yeah, probably .org. Yeah, you know? .org. I think it's it .org. It's reach yeah. Both yeah. of them will reach it. Right. Yeah. So, and, and so basically you can make a donation. And um, what I do, I go out and I give, I, I, I give these kids a book. And also give them a program where I can I, I dive in more into the book and teach them the basic steps and concepts of mindfulness and meditation. So it's, it's interesting that you say that because you're, you're talking about um, the book says mindfulness for the ultimate athlete. Right. But uh, when I read it, mm-hmm. I also mm-hmm. saw how it can be applied to uh, everyday people that are, are, are working different jobs or, right. or trying to be the best at whatever you do. Because, you know, in some form of fashion, we're, we're all athletes, whether I'm going to be a math athlete or whether I'll be mm-hmm. you know, a doctor that, that's, that's striving to be the best. Right. They're, they're, you're trying to be the best at your career right. and what you're doing. Right. So um, explain to, to, the, to the audience about how they can use mindfulness and they can use, use your book mm-hmm. about to not only as, as an athlete, but as an individual that's trying to fight, you know, mental health or, or other issues to use more than that 6% of our brain that they say we use, right? Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. So um, 
I'll say this, that we're all athletes of life in this, in this, well, we're all athletes in this game of life and um, how everyone can use it. So this book says mindfulness for the ultimate athlete, but you got to remember if we go to the common denominator, every human being, um, uh, it doesn't matter which you are. You can label yourself this or that, but everyone is a human being. And so all these um, techniques and practices, they apply to you. So how does this help you out? Well, it helps you become the best version of yourself because that's what I'm helping athletes do, become the best version of themselves by looking within. So a lot of times we get that external influence, and now what I'm teaching you to do is close your eyes a little bit, practice spending time with yourself. We spend time with everyone else, but we don't spend time with ourselves, and we forget that we are a person, that we are you know, somebody special. And so the same way that you spend time with your wife and your kids, you know, you tell them I love you, you're amazing, but we neglect ourselves. Mm. And that's the first person that you wake up with. Right. So, you know, how are you going to give somebody, um, I use this analogy, how are you going to give somebody some money if you don't have any money for yourself? Mm. You know, you're going to be frustrated. You're going to be mad that you're not able to loan them any money or give them some money. But if you have money, you happily give them money. Same thing with love. If you don't love yourself, you can't give anybody else love. So mm. um, um, these, these same principles apply to every single human being. So learn how to spend time with yourself. That's the most important thing because when you can do that, then you have enough energy to give to the world. And then when you come back um, into your own space, you have time for yourself and you're not feeling like you are going crazy. You're feeling like you're overwhelmed um, because you, you've, in the morning time, you've reserved enough energy for you to be able to love you. Wow. You know, you mentioned love. I mean, that's one of the messages that um, I talk to our youth about mm-hmm. is, you know, first in order to uh, love anybody or anything, you have to first love yourself. Ooh. You know, so that's that was very powerful. I mean, it struck me when you just said it. But you know what? I tell you, we're going to take a station break. And we will come back and continue our discussion with PJ Daniels. And we're going to bring on our our next guest. It's your life from James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life on The Answer San Diego. Build a better business today with Launch Team Consulting. Launch Team Consulting provides human resources, change management, and ethics training for businesses and organizations looking to create a culture of excellence. Launch Team Consulting is here to increase revenues, productivity, and teach you how to launch your business to new heights. With over 90 years of combined experience, the staff at Launch Team Consulting can help improve business performance and strategy. Visit LaunchTeamConsulting.com to learn how we strive to help business owners develop a solid foundation and solid building blocks of leadership so that they can flourish. Launch Team Consulting also offers executive coaching too to help business leaders achieve professional goals. Contact Launch Team Consulting at 619-940-6362. That's 619-940-6362. Or visit LaunchTeamConsulting.com. That's LaunchTeamConsulting.com. Putting you on the path to success with Launch Team Consulting. 
J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we are offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. It's Your Life is Back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Wow, Ray, man, we're having so much fun uh, with PJ here. You know, I got one more question to ask them. Before we bring on the next guest. All right. Well, you can bring it on because you might be the next guest. <laughs> I think I got some questions to ask for you. Like, oh, you, you. You set me up that one day and highlighted me. Oh, so, man. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's, here's a comeback right now. <laughs> oh, wow. You, man, you caught me off guard on this one. <laughs> you know, but but I tell you, uh, PJ, yeah. you know, meditation, you talked about that earlier. Uh-huh. And meditation is normally something adults partake in. How is meditation time different for youth, especially those who might be suffering from uh, ADHD? Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. Well, um, so the ADHD, you know, it's just attention deficit. Um, And when you're practicing your mindfulness and your meditation, what you're looking to do is to build your level of awareness. So you become aware of like, oh, okay, well, uh, uh, mindfulness for the ultimate athlete. But oh, that's a good book. Oh, water, here it goes. Okay, all right, my mask. Okay, here we go, microphone. You know, and so you become so um, enthralled in 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 your in what your mind is doing. Your monkey mind is jumping from one place to the next, one place to the next. And so once you become aware of that, then you start disciplining yourself to like, okay, mindfulness for the ultimate athlete. Okay, and you give yourself time to process it. Oh, a water bottle. Okay. And so that allows for your brain to slow down and to say, okay, I'm calm. And you use your breath to do that. So whenever you can elongate your breath, your breathing, your exhale, like. That sends a signal to your brain that your body is calm. And when you, whenever you're in a calm environment, you're able to learn as much information as possible because you're not concerned about any noise in the background that's distracting you. You're not concerned about this over here or over there. You're just staying focused on what's in front of you, and you're concentrating at the at the present moment in time. Look, there's a saying that um, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. That is why it is called the present. And so when you can learn how to stay in the present, you become the gift. Wow. Wow. That's, you know, that's deep. You know, I mean, wow. You you just took my message that I normally talk about. (laughs) It's like, remember yesterday, but don't live it. Mm. Wow. Live today. I mean, in the present, Mm. but always prepare for tomorrow. Yeah. That's what life is about. And I think that's the, that's the message that you just 
that said with the meditation. That's you know, I, I, I get that. Yeah. Well, you know what, JC, because I have my ADHD that I, I, I need to just kind of move over. So I, I, <laughs> I think I think I want to I want to take over because I want to ask you some questions, too. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to go rapid fire get with you with you and Prince, you know, and, and, and go back because, you know what? As as much as we've been on the air right now, we've talked about you know ourselves. We talked about our guests, and that's what we make the show about. But you know, I, I want our audience to know who they're hearing from. I, I you know that this man James Cooley is is a, a fantastic person. He's served this country. He's done so much. But JC, you on the spotlight. It's your life, JC, <laughs> right now. So. I, I want you to give give the audience, you know, a little bit more background of you to tell them, you know, what your story is and where you came from and why you're doing the things that you're doing, uh, because your story is so inspirational. Well, I, you, you put me on the spot, but I'm, <laughs> That's always, what we do. I'm always prepared. For okay. This. You know, I was born and raised in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay. You know, Chattanooga, I was born and raised in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I was uh, the seventh or uh, ten children by a mother who had ten, ten kids six different fathers, and was never married. Mm -hmm. And uh, my mother did the best job that she could possible to take care of all 10 of us. Mm. Uh, But uh, the the woman worked hard, sometimes two to three jobs, and um, she wanted her kids to have the best life. So she had sisters that lived in Graham, Alabama, uh, which is about two hours away from Chattanooga. She had uh, two sisters that was there. And my mom had to make some tough choices, so she selected uh, my brother Jerry, who was uh, uh, 15 months older than me, to go live with my Aunt Jen and Uncle Robert in Alabama. And about uh, a year later, uh, she asked me, well, she selected me. I was six years old. Mm. I had just started, you know, elementary school. And so I was three months in elementary school, and then... She asked me to, um, well, she didn't ask me. She told me. <laughs> told you. So at six years old, you say you, you going to live with your other part of the family. My uh, aunt, Jen, and Uncle Robert on wow. our family farm in Graham, Alabama. So wow. what, what I did was I, I went and I did not go to school the rest of that year. Mm. And there were, I'm from Chattanooga, Tennessee. We lived in a project called Alton Park, uh, Macaulay Homes, Pennsylvania, Macaulay Home Project. And we had four bedrooms, and four four of us slept in the same bed or bedroom. Mm. Uh, me and three more of my brothers, and you know, but uh, we had running water. We had uh, government uh, food stamps and this and that, and that's how we led. And so, going from Chattanooga, Tennessee to Graham, Alabama. When I got to Graham, Alabama, we didn't have any running water in the house. Mm. We had a, a, a well. Uh, we had chickens. We had pigs. And we had uh, potatoes and, you know, everything that you can grow outside. Uh, they had no money. But one thing that Ray, that put me on the trajectory where I'm at right now is we had love. Mm, I mean, mm. I was not sharing a bedroom with, with four other people or three other people. Uh, and my Aunt Jen and Uncle Robert, uh, I mean, they gave us attention. They gave us uh, mm. love and they taught me the understanding of hard work, mm, you wow. know, so uh, I, I stayed there for about five and a half years and I got homesick. So I wanted to go back. I went back to uh, Chattanooga, but in, in Graham, Alabama, it was most of us that lived in that, that little town. Uh, all of us were related. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about seriously related. Wow. And, uh, but, and we all went to the same school, which is a schoolhouse. It wasn't a big school. And, you know, whether you were six 
or 17 or 18. Everybody was in the same classroom. So wow. us younger kids like myself, six or seven at the time, had an opportunity to learn from uh, what the other kids were being taught. Mm. So when I got back to uh, Chattanooga, I was uh, two grade levels ahead. Hey. <laughs> wow. And, and, uh, but I felt out of place, Ray. I felt out of place because uh, I had been on the form, and that's the only life that I knew for the last five and a half years. Mm. And so uh, when I went back to Chattanooga, I went back to the same, same environment that I had left a few years back. And uh, you asked uh, what uh, propped me into doing some of the things that I'm doing today. Well, I wanted to be be somebody. Mm. I wanted to be the best person that I could be. Well, you know, I, man, that, JC, that, that that's your story is, is inspiring, man. And talking about wanting to be somebody and wanting to find the game beyond the game. Uh, you know, with that in, in, in mind, I, I want to bring on our, our next guest. Uh, the, the, the magic man, the oh, Antonio Tava. The, the, the champ is in the house, in the building. We're excited to have the champ on. What's up, champ? Hey, well, hey. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, hey, brother. Man. I appreciate it. I first want to just uh, say I'm, I apologize, man. Scheduling was kind of crazy today, but, hey, God is good. We're here, and uh, uh, let's do it. Man, it's beautiful. Yeah, we're here, and we, we just, we just going to make it happen. So, you know, uh Mr. Antonio Tava, the uh, Olympic, 1996 Olympic bronze medalist, uh, you know, uh, five-time uh, champion. I mean, this one of the baddest mans on men on the planet, man. Uh, <laughs> so, so I, I want to bring in the guest, uh, Antonio. I, I want to talk to him. I mean, they know you're a fantastic boxer, one of the greatest of all time, and. Uh, I want to. We were talking about the game beyond the game. So, um, but we right. want to get get back into the business of uh, how you got actually got started in boxing. So, can, can you tell the audience, you know, what made you want to start boxing? You know, my thing is when you look at how difficult and how tough boxing is, I don't think anybody just wakes up one day and chooses it. I think, <laughs> right. I think you know what I mean. Ain't nobody gonna just wake up. Oh, I want to be a boxer. No, I think in some way your life has to shape you into. And boxing chooses you. Mm. I think boxing chooses you because, you know, if it wasn't for boxing, I, can t- I can't even tell you where I would be. I mean, boxing gave me all my dreams, even from a young kid, you know, not even knowing what dreaming was all about, but boxing gave me that, mm. you know, uh, out. Mm. It gave me that out. It gave me the first uh, type of structure in life that I've ever had. I, I came from a broken not a broken family, but a broken home because I didn't have dad and mom under one roof. Mm. You understand me? Right. Uh, but our family wasn't broken because she taught us everything we needed to know as far as loving each other and loving ourselves. And, uh, you know, and being able to instill in me at an early age that I could be anything I wanted to be was something that I, I will forever, you know, be grateful for her for. And there was no limitations in the way she taught me to love myself, believe in myself, and uh, put myself first before anything. And so that was one of those things that I held on to, and I always knew that, you know, if I put my mind to it and I work hard, I can be anything I wanted to be in the world. And uh, when I look back at my life, I can say that I truly did that. Man, so salute to the moms that made it happen, right? Absolutely. That, 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 that gave us that focus and said, you know what, you can do it. Yeah. But 
So I'm talking. Yeah, we have Prince Daniels in here, the NFL running back. And so I asked him this this question: Like, when did you know that you could be special? When did you know that okay, I'm a little different than these cats I'm actually going against? <laughs> well, you know, it, it came early. It came early for me um, in boxing, but I was an athlete. A lot of people don't know this, man. I, I was a basketball player. I played football. You know, I was the only boy, only boy of four kids, and I had beautiful sisters. So. Fighting was something I, I, I started doing early on because, you know, I had to protect my family and my sisters, you know what I mean, right. from everything. So that was my thing. I, and my nickname was Man because my mom, you know, I was the man of the house early on, you know what I mean? It was no one but me. So uh, I had to find out quick what my hands could do. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Antonio, hold that thought. We're going to have to take a station break. Oh, come on, Jason. started, man. We're going to come back and find out why he got the nickname Magic Man. Yes, sir. <laughs> right, from right, James right. This is Ray Leonard Jr. <laughs> James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life on The Answer San Diego. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we are offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Concerned over your income needs in retirement? Left an old 401k at your old employer and considering your options? Goldsmith Financial can help. For nearly 14 years, Joshua Goldsmith has been helping investors towards attaining financial independence. Call Joshua Goldsmith today for a free review. 760-586-5275. That's 760-586-5275. Or visit goldsmithfinancial.net. Goldsmithfinancial.net. Joshua Goldsmith is a registered representative with securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor member. FINRA SIPC. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Wow, Ray, man, we had to take the station break because we had to go and pay uh, some bills. But before I get back to uh, Antonio, we want to uh, acknowledge our sponsor, Goldsmith Financial, again, man, for 
making sure that uh, we can continue to bring this great message to all of our, our great listeners out there. Yes, sir. And so, J- JC, before before the uh, for the break, you know, you were asking the question. Antonio was talking about him being called man because he had to take care of the family <laughs> when he was young. <laughs> so you you had another question. You wanted to, you wanted to ask about the other part of that man. Yes, but well, our listening <laughs> audience uh, is is anxious to find out how did he get the nickname Magic Man. Antonio, tell us about that. Well, you know, it, it came after my Olympic days, and uh, when I turned pro. I kind of, you know, the Orlando Magic was hot. You know what I mean? It was real hot <laughs> right before the Olympics. So, uh, you know, Shaq was on the team, at, you know, and uh, we had Penny Hardaway. It was only right, man. I'm from the Magic City of Orlando, Florida. We got the Magic Kingdom. Mm. And, you know, I, I was determined to make all of my opponents disappear. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's why I took on the moniker, the Magic Man, and it fit, man. And, uh, you know, so, uh, and I love the color black, silver, and black. Those, I mean, black, silver, and white are my, my combination colors. So it was fitting. And then, you know, I love the stars and stripes. So it was fitting for me, the Magic Man. Man, that's beautiful. And, and, and talking about the stars and stripes, I mean, you you represented the, the country in, in 1996, and then then you had one of the most epic battles uh, with, with the guy that's actually going to fight Mike Tyson pretty soon. And, and you had the most memorable words ever. Like, what's your excuse now? <laughs> I was like, what? Right, right, Seriously? Yeah. That was the, that was, oh, man, I almost jumped out of my seat when I heard that. <laughs> so so I, know, I know the audience wants to hear about that that whole thing because you were the underdog. You were underrated. They say, no way he, gonna, he can take Roy out and uh, tell tell us about that that trilogy. Yeah, that was I mean that was one of those things. Uh, a lot of people don't realize uh, uh, know that Roy Jones actually inspired me. Right, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I I started boxing at ten years old. I was one of the best fighters in the state of Florida as a junior Olympian, a JO, and so was Roy. Right. A lot of people don't know that Roy Jones and I fought at. 13 years old, man. We've been talking crap to each other since then. Now, at the time, Roy had Roy Sr., which everyone knows that he trained his son like a professional. Right. He And Roy was just more advanced than I was at the time. But that didn't really show in the ring. In the ring, we had a toe-to-toe battle. Mm-hmm. Roy Jones won a, a split decision in 1982 in the Sunshine State Games against myself. So now Roy Jones stuck with it. My mom, we were, my mom, the caring mother that she was, she saw that the city was changing, man. They, uh, you know, they had this crack epidemic in our city, crime and gang and everything was just taking over our hood, terrorizing our neighborhood that was once a beautiful place to live. And she had three daughters. So, you know, everything was basically the decision she made to move to South Conway eliminated boxing from my life at 14 years old. So at that time I was going to junior high school. I started playing basketball and football for the new school that I was uh, going to. And at the time it was like a culture shock because I was raised and born in in the inner city of Orlando, but my mom moved on the outskirts, which was a predominantly white area in, in South Conway. So I had to go through a whole thing, man, just by, you know, uh, being placed in an environment that I wasn't accustomed to. So you got to understand with all that came a lot of peer pressure, a lot of, a lot of things that I really didn't have no understanding about. But one thing 
that I, I, I really hope had a lot of pride of was self-pride, like I told you before. Mm-hmm. So the one thing that that allowed me to do is change. You know, and they say the easiest way to change things is people, places, and things. I changed all three of those at, at one time. And it was the best thing that could ever happen to me because I then started competing in the classroom. Before that, you know, I wasn't really, I was, a, I was very intelligent. When I studied, I could pass any test. But a lot of times I was distracted with my boys, with my homies, with the hood, you know, and just hanging out and doing things that young kids do. Education wasn't really high on my list at the time. But when I got moved to one side of the next and I was in this classroom, man, I had to compete because the last thing I wanted to be was a dumb black guy in class. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Yes, so yes. that really that Preach. really allowed me to that right. really allowed me to focus. Hey. And I got it, bro. And I, I worked on my education. I started learning and then, you know, I always realized that if I put my mind to it, it's done. Mm. You know, so I started making A's. I started making B's. I was a, a, a really good student mm. and an athlete, you know. So I went all the way through high school and got right there to high school. And I didn't have the the letters and the, and the, and the, the scholarships and everything that I thought I had deserved. So, you know, God has a funny way of putting you in a situation that's going to make you step up to the plate and change your life. Mm. Well, at that time, Ray, I had gone through, man, all of the ups and downs. I was an early father, didn't know how I was going to take care of my son. I was working at a holiday inn as a short order cook mm. and washing dishes sometime late at night. Well, anyway, you know, I myself had gotten on that, that, that meandering road to nowhere. You know, um, you know, I experimented with drugs at a short, brief time of my life. And it was a very disastrous thing for me. And I broke my mom's heart, man. Uh, you know, a lot of things that happened to me during that stretch. I mean, but again, it was, I, I think it was all God, man, because I wouldn't change nothing, even the bad part, because I learned a valuable lesson in that. And lo and behold, in 1988, man, I'm out here in a lost world, Ray, not knowing where I, where I was going to go from one day to the next. And for some reason, I was just at home by myself watching TV. And the 1988 Olympics came on, and, and Roy Jones was right there in the ring fighting uh, one of the uh, the Korean guys where they robbed him. It was the worst decision oh, yeah. in amateur. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That's terrible, man. <laughs> yeah. I sat there and witnessed that fight, bro. Mm. And my whole life flashed in front of my face. I said, that's it. If Roy Jones can be, can represent the country and do all these great things in boxing, and I and I went back to that moment in time when we fought each other at 13 years old, when I realized that my talent level was on the same level as his, mm. and I made it up in my mind what I was going to do, and I got off the couch and I ran three miles, and I've been running ever since, and I never looked back, and here we are today. Wow! Wow! Champion, Olympic <laughs> bronze medals. And guess what? When they always say, when you, sometimes you gotta work until your idols become your rivals. We getting jewels dropped on us right now. This, I mean, this exclusive. This is some stuff you ain't heard. Well, I didn't even know that. That is. You see what I'm saying? So, and so I, I look back and say, you know what? God didn't make no mistakes because he was he was building me. He was building me. But when I look back and, and what I overcame, 
There's nothing a man can do to me mm. from where I come from. And that's why I say my story is the greatest story never told. Because it ain't an athlete out there went to the heights that I have and came from the depths that I came. Well, you, you understand me? Your story so, is so inspirational. I'm a wow, this is deep. Um, I think you got a son that's uh that boxing as well. Uh yes, did you yes. encourage him to box and I mean, how is it uh training your son? You know, I wanna say this, man, I never ever forced him to box. In fact, when I used to take him to the he was raised in a gym, but every time he came to the gym I had to beat him off the bags. I didn't <laughs> didn't really want to mm-hmm. force him to box. I didn't I, if he would have fought me, I would have let him I would have let him box, but he never fought me. He always sat down, even though I had to tell him to sit down three or four times. But, you know, when you focus, man, and you, you have that tunnel vision, hindsight is always twenty twenty. When I look back at the, the – I look now at the talent my son has and the gift that God gave him. Man, I should have let him go. He could have been anything. Also, I should have let him go when he was early, but you know what? It is what it is. But now, you know, that – father-son dynamic, it's not an easy one, man. It's really really not. And I think Junior might be able to attest to that with him having (laughs) such, you know, his great father, Sugar Ray Leonard, legendary, you know, uh, know, pound for pound, one of the greatest fighters ever stepped in the ring. Uh, He can attest to that. But I never forced my son to fight. It wasn't until he was 18 or 19 that he chose to box, Mm -hmm. you know, and then he had already had a little trainer, but I have instilled in this kid and I have poured into him, you know, unbelievably amount of knowledge and education. But you know what? Sometimes you can take even your son to the well. Mm. That don't mean they going to drink. Wow. So he's, you know, he has to make up in his mind that he wants to do it. When he make up in his mind, he wants to do it. Then there's no stopping him, but I can't fight for him. And I can't want it for him more than he wanted for himself. So. Wow. So, you, you, you know, know what? I, hey, I, God, yeah. you know, it's just, this is just so great, Ray. And I, you know, uh, Antonio just mentioned, Antonio just, just mentioned, ain't no stopping. Just like we started off, ain't no stopping us now. <laughs> no stopping us now. Ain't no stopping us now. This is great. I guess today, man, um, Antonio, thank you so much. Prince PJ Daniels, thank you so much. <laughs> Wow, you know, our, our audience, you you guys just lit them up because I am lit up. JC, we're going to have to do part two to this, man. We, 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 need, we need overtime for this. Like, extra, extra rounds or something because we got the jewels dropped on us. Greatness yeah, in the building, baby. Right. Greatness in the building. You know what? I want to uh, thank our guests. And then I want to give them a, a, about 15 seconds to t- uh, tell our audience where they can be reached at. Yeah, I want to start out with you, Prince. Um, you can reach me at www.princedanielsjr.com. You can find my Instagram handle, my Facebook handle, and my YouTube handle, channel. So, and you tell me about your book, too. Oh, and also, <laughs> yeah, Mindfulness for the Ultimate Athlete. You can also find that book on, on my website as well. Um, go and purchase it today. It's on pre-sale. But, man, do not miss the opportunity to not have this because I'm also doing a six-week course to dive deep into the book to 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 actually tell you exactly what A.T. was talking about when he was just saying, right. when, you, when you put your mind to something and you he had a tunnel, that tunnel vision, there's nothing that's impossible. Ooh. Mm. Oh, Antonio, nothing. tell the audience where, where they can reach you. Okay, on all social media platforms, you can reach me at Antonio Tarver. And um, 
Yeah, that's it. At Antonio Tom. <laughs> yeah, there's no no introduction necessary. Just Google him. Right, right. It's going to pop up. <laughs> He's the champ, baby. Just, just oh, type in the magic man and you'll find him. You know, it's, uh, it. it's been such a pleasure. And I uh, want to thank our sponsor again, Ray, for help making this possible. want to thank our great listening audience out there because we're bringing it and we're going to continue to bring it. And most importantly, want to thank these two fantastic guests. And Ray, thank you for putting me on the spot. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know I got to do that, man. We, we, we got to keep it fresh out here. So uh, we appreciate you all. Thank you, everybody, uh, no, for, for what you've been doing. It, it's been uh, you know, uh, another great show. And uh, you know, we're looking forward to, to doing more and continue to bring stuff to you. We'll be back the same time, same place. It's your life. I'm James Coley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. See you next week. Join James and Ray next week at this same time for more It's Your Life, where you'll learn how to dream big, think big, and be big. For more about James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Come back next week at this same time for more motivation and inspiration on how you can become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow.